Ahoy legend! Welcome to The Leadership Question. I'm Travis Thomas, CEO and Executive Coach at Team Buffalo. Over the last decade, I've worked with thousands of leaders to overcome some of the most difficult leadership challenges by using a blend of psychology, business, and strategy. This podcast has no theories, no gimmicks, and no bullshit. Just answers to your leadership questions so you can lead a team, company, and successful career. Let's get started with today's episode. Ahoy, legend! Welcome to today's episode of The Leadership Question, where we unpick a question of the day to give you a tool, tactic, or tip that you can take away, sometimes all of those things, and apply right back at the workplace. Today's question is one I'm actually going to pose to you because I think it's a good coaching question and it's definitely something that if you spend some honest reflection time on, you'll unpick and go, "Mm, maybe that is a barrier to my own growth as a leader that is holding me back or you'll go, hell no, I've got that under control and that's fine. Either way, the value is then asking yourself the question and then doing an honest assessment of that. I think it's super useful super important, and something that will really put you in a good position that the next time you seek to make a change, you'll understand your own reaction to this particular type of problem or question. Great. So today's question, and then follow me as I unpick it for you as always so that you can use it. But today's question is, do you really want feedback or do you want confirmation? It's a tricky question. Think about it. Most leaders would say, I want feedback. Well, (laughs) in my experience, not quite. We're all human. We all have egos. We all have fears. We all have these things that drive us internally. I often say to people when we're coaching or we're trying to unpick a problem and why they're stuck is that on the end, if you drill all the way down to what's blocking change for a person, there's either fear or ego. There are a couple other things that might be at play there, but it's pretty rare. It's usually fear or ego. And both of those can come into play when you're asking for feedback. So fear that you might hear something you're not ready for, or you're not doing as good of a job as you hoped you were doing. And the ego side is, well, I'm amazing. I'm sure everyone's going to say I'm amazing. And if they don't, well, they don't know what they're talking about. So fear or ego become problematic here. But when I ask you the question, do you really want feedback or do you want confirmation? It was super interesting. You know, I've been doing a lot of 360 debriefs, which if you haven't had one before, great process to go through. I put together a super light and engaging 360 that I use with the leaders I coach one-on-one. And I've also been doing a lot of one-on-one coaching around particularly challenging teams, which is awesome. I love it. It's my favorite thing to do. Uh, And I enjoy working with high performers too, but both are really useful. And what I found is that when you start to unpick those things, even to the point where recently I've had leaders who have fought every piece of feedback they've received in a 360. And if you are familiar or unfamiliar with a 360, it's where you ask people around you. So the 360 degrees refers to you have you at the center, but around you, you have whoever you report to. If you're the top leader, then we exclude that part. It might be a board, but whoever you report to, It's people who are peers or suppliers or customers who are are to the sides of you. And then below you are your direct reports. So we're asking people around you who have 
effective or normal ongoing contact with you to assess your performance across key dimensions such as emotional intelligence, time management, coaching, deadlines, decision making. So what you would call soft skills and hard skills, even though I hate those terms, but it helps you understand what we're looking at. So we're looking at business performance from you as a leader and your team and how you drive it, but also your ability in certain areas. And recently I found that people have been fighting on 360s. They've said things like, oh, don't agree with that. Okay, fine. All right, let's park that. Let's put it in pending onto the next item. When they say you struggle with time management, would it not? Don't agree with that. Okay, that's two. All right, here it says that you're doing a good job in this, but they'd like more of, nope, don't like that either. <laughs> Hold on a minute. So there, there's some recently where I've had to say, I'm just going to stop this for a second and and put a bit of a circuit breaker here. And I say to them, what do you think is accurate in this profile? Oh, well, you know, I'm sure there's something. I said, but you've said no to every piece of feedback that's been in here. What stood out for you? Well, they say I'm doing a good job at this and I'm doing a good job at that. Oh, so you're looking for validation that you're doing good stuff, but you don't want any of the hard stuff. Well, I don't think that's fair, Travis. Well, it is fair because what you said to me is that I actually think I'm doing a good job and I like the positive things they're saying, but I don't like the shit they're saying that I'm not doing well. And look, I get it. We're all human. We all love to be told we're doing a good job. And some people even underrate their own performance because there's this kind of fear that they're not good enough. But what I'm asking for today and how this links into our question is, do you really, when you ask your team, you know, how's it going or what can I do differently? Do you really want the hard answers? Do you really want to hear from people, this shit is not working or I'm, I'm upset because I've been neglected? I ran some workshops recently and one of the things that came out, I run multiple workshops a week. Um, so there's always an array of feedback I can share and things that are, of course, never confidential, but thematic. Um, but, you know, recently it was like, well, you know, I'm not happy about this. And the leader, to their credit, was phenomenal. They took it and they ran with it and they go, I'm going to make those changes that are required. But then there have been other ones where the people go, well, you know, they're just an angry staff member. They don't know what they're talking about. And I sit back and I go, and I did a debrief recently with one of them. I said, actually, this person is super competent. They're really switched on. They speak about their role. They're, you know, kind of loved or at least um, endearing to the people around them. And so you go by every indication and you said their performance is good. They're a good team member. But when they give you the tough feedback that maybe other people aren't willing to give you, you don't accept it. So I think, think about that, you know, first is look at how are you seeking to see things that only validate your point of, of view. So if you're only looking at the positive and ignoring the negative or attributing it falsely to a person being difficult, that's the first strike. We don't want that. So ask yourself, you know, is this objectively good feedback? Does it serve a purpose? Maybe even if their delivery is bad. And then second is to ask yourself, well, what's getting in the way of me taking on this feedback? What am I resisting? You know, am I afraid that it means I'm not good enough? Does it mean I have to admit that I had it wrong? You know, that's the ego side. Do I have to make a change that maybe I'm not ready for? I haven't kind of processed what that looks like and what will be required of me. There's a lot of nuance to that for you to unpick, but to be honest about. And if you're looking for confirmation or validation that what you're doing is good and not the negative side or the opportunity for improvement side, often what that says to me is that you want something that's comfortable. It doesn't mean I have to make a change. It means, you know, it's all good and I can, you know, finally 
celebrate my success. But really great leaders are always pushing for the next thing. They don't push their people to breaking points. I would never encourage that. But you're always constantly pushing to uplift yourself and to uplift your performance. Because if you do that, your team will follow and the good performers will go, all right, next level, next level, next level. But if you're not doing that because you just want to be comfortable or you want feedback that makes you feel good, um, we talk about this notion of you know happy and apathetic. It's That's not what you want. I didn't say pathetic. <laughs> I said apathetic. So you become happy and you go, ah, if it changes or doesn't change, it's okay because we're good. That's apathy. That's not great. You know that, that kills businesses. That kills teams. That kills careers. I don't want that. So look at when you're not accepting the feedback, what's happening and what's getting in the way internally. Now, if you're one of those people who is open to the feedback, then you have this third bit I want you to consider in the final bit for today which is how are you taking that feedback and owning it and turning it into action? That's one of the kind of last frontiers of challenges that I see is that people do this great kind of surveying or they go out and have workshops and they engage their team or they have one-on-ones and collect feedback that way. But then once that all gets packaged up and delivered back, uh, they go, oh, this is a bit hard. I'm going to park this and I'll come back with a plan. And that's where it falls over. It dies there. They don't go back and they don't say to the team, hey, thanks team. What I've heard is A, B, and C, and D. And I'm choosing to work on and progress for us A and B. We'll park C and D for future conversations or to next quarter or whatever that is. But there's this approach you need to take, which says, I've heard what you've said. Thank you for the feedback. And here's what it means. And I'm committed to doing with due dates and resourcing, et cetera. If you do not turn feedback into actions, it doesn't really matter. It just becomes almost therapeutic, but that wears off because there's no change. So I have had great consultation and workshops with teams where they get all of it out in the open and it's super awesome and everyone feels good. But then a month later, a couple of weeks later, you come back and you go, okay, what have we committed to? Oh, well, we're still working out. What's changed, if anything? Nothing. And you ask people how they're feeling. They're like, well, that was a waste of time. Nothing's changed. We're not moving in the right direction. So that's what I'm talking about. You have to commit to that action and make that change if you're going to take the time to siphon feedback from people. It's a gift. People are taking the time to give you something useful that you can apply back at work and help improve your team's performance and your career performance. You've got to do something with it. So just to summarize, When you're thinking about and collecting feedback, I want you to ask yourself the reflective question to take away from today is, do I really want feedback or do I just want confirmation that I'm doing everything right or doing a good job? And once you do get that feedback, understand what your blockers are to integrating that and how you're turning feedback and insights into action. Because the alternative is apathy and disengagement from your team. And that sure as hell is not you. Otherwise, you wouldn't be listening to this. Awesome. Thank you for tuning in today's episode. We will have another one up tomorrow as per usual. If you enjoyed the podcast, really appreciate you sharing it. There's a bit of time and production that goes into these things to keep them short, sharp, and focused for you. And I'd appreciate you sharing the link to that podcast.teambuffalo.co. And thank you for staying tuned. I look forward to seeing you in the next episode. Till then, bye.